Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of 20 Minutes at the Bar, the show that we prove every week. I mean, we go over, but we prove that we can talk about anything for 20 minutes or a multiple of 20 minutes, <laughs> five of those. But <laughs> uh, actually, at the end of the last episode, Steve, I have you saying like, well, that episode was like an hour. <laughs> and I, I stopped it right after that. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for 20 Minutes at the Bar. That was like an hour. <laughs> so... Uh, the topic that Taco actually brought this one up. So uh, he said, first, best, or worst job that you ever had. So we're going to do two of those. We'll let people choose and we'll go around. Uh, so we'll start with Taco. So three, two, one, and go. Yeah, so my my very first job was uh, – damn it. Dog's going crazy. <laughs> um, my very first job I got at Dairy Queen. The Dairy uh -huh. Queen – Across the street from the high school. Wow. Yeah. And I got I got hired in March of I was a sophomore. Two thousand. Or yeah, so yeah, it was it was uh in the year two thousand yeah, two thousand, March two thousand. Yeah, there we go. And <laughs> The the guy that owns that Dairy Queen is an old old white man, <laughs> and his idea was the it's you know what every Dairy Queen is where old people go and sit there and she's about to die just talk and just uh you know talk shit and just spend their spend their day and so these old people would come in all the time and they would just sit there. They wouldn't order shit or get like, you know, they'd get like the cheapest drink cause they own their social security and it's a poor country town and they don't, they don't do nothing. And they just sit there and socialize. It's like, but they leave messes somehow. They don't order food, but they still leave messes. <laughs> and that place was so fucking dirty. It was nasty. Like I told, I, I, I told my friends like, don't eat here, please, for the love of God. Oh, the woman that was working the grills in the fryer, she had, like, this nasty thumb that, <laughs> like, the nail was, like, in constant, like, it, you, you thought it was it, perpetually falling off. Uh, like, it, it would just keep, you just look at it, it, it was black all the time, and you're just like, oh, my God. And, so gross. And... <laughs> You, like we didn't she didn't wear no gloves ever <laughs> yeah oh yeah it was, it was it was just disgusting she was really funny but when it came to the food preparation like there wasn't anything funny about that <laughs> I, nah oh no yeah and oh, no. so like a couple things a couple things went uh went a little awry at that job one of the first ones when I found out like that I really hate people and don't like the, the public sucks. It's like, yeah, like I like, I like my friends. I like, all right. I like people, but the public is terrible. It's awful. Don't deal with it. Um, I was working the drive through and some motherfucker pulls up like a family of six kids or whatever and orders a peanut buster parfait, no peanuts. I was like, "You want a vanilla milkshake?" Is what yeah, I was like, "Well, why don't you just get a a hot fudge sundae?" It's like, I said, a peanut buster parfait, no peanuts. I'm like, "All right, man, come on around." And then so I'm like making it. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I gave it to him, but it had the peanut butter sauce still in it because he didn't say no peanut butter. He just said no peanuts so it still had like the peanut butter like sauce in the middle of it because it's stacked up and i gave it to him well he pulls around and comes storming in there and fucking throws it and says what said no peanuts and i'm we're allergic and, and just starts throwing a fit and throw a handful of peanuts in his face that's what done. jerry's dumbass comes out of the back and he like gives him his money back and like 
basically tries to suck his dick there in the store, just like gives him everything and like asks him, please come back. And then chews me out and says, why did you do that? It's like, he said, no peanuts. He didn't say nothing about no peanut butter. He didn't say he was allergic to anything. He just said no peanuts. I thought it was weird. Like, just get a Sunday. Like, probably didn't want the Sunday because it's not it's not the same stack or whatever. It's like, how are you? Take my side. He sounds like an idiot. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Well, that didn't go over so well, and I was taken off the drive-through for the next couple of weeks, and I was because you're a mouthy bitch. Yeah, <laughs> and so. Mouthy. I didn't. I didn't get to work the cash register, and I didn't get to work the drive-through for a while. I was mopping and cleaning off tables and picking up after old people and mopping and sweeping the parking lot. Uh, that job sucked balls, but I only had it for about a month, actually, because um, baseball season was starting and uh, Easter was coming up. And I needed, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a teenager. I'm not, I, I'm not in charge of everything that I do. And my parents are like, we're going up to Oklahoma for family and whatnot. And I was like, I think I got to work that Saturday and maybe even on Easter. And she's like, well, no, you're not. You, you're not in control of this. Call your boss. I was like, hey, Jerry. I apparently supposed to be off on uh, that Easter weekend. He's like, no, you're supposed to work. You're the newest person. You're supposed to work everything. I'm like, well, I'm not coming in because my, my, my whole family's leaving and I've got, I'm not supposed to go to work. I can't go to work. Talk to my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he hung up on me and I didn't go back in. So I got fired from that job. (laughs) Nice, and but that was that was one of the worst jobs I had ever had. Well, no, it, no, it's not the worst. I will get to that one. Uh, <laughs> but that was that was that was my first job. It didn't last that long, but it wasn't great either. But I will say, everybody at you know as a kid should work fast food, just so you get a little idea of the kind of shit that everyone gets put through so anybody being are. disrespectful to these people at mcdonald's or whatever and you see that shit on reddit you should have had a fast food job when you were a teenager and you know how awful people are because mm-hmm. maybe if everybody does that maybe be a little more patient with people i've never had a i've never had a fast food job but i'm also not a piece of shit no i know i'm not, I'm not, respect, like, so. I'm not okay. saying everyone's a piece of shit and it's just it's, yeah. a, it's a whole lot of crap. Yeah. Uh, Steve, what you got? Uh, my first job, uh, it's hard to say best because I hate working just in general. Like, <laughs> just hand me money and don't make, don't expect me to do okay, stuff. Is yeah, <laughs> exactly. I just want to be money, please. But uh, so, but I guess this would be my best job. Uh, I was working. I guess it was my junior year, summer year, summer of my junior and senior year. Or senior, and I don't remember, but uh, I was working at Hurricane Harbor, which is a water park in Arlington, Texas, uh, owned by Six Flags. Uh, I was a lifeguard, and it was, I you know, working outside during the summer at a water park is is not bad. I was actually in shape at that point, so I was like, I don't need a shirt, rip that bitch off, and I just Chris very tan, very yeah, good, yeah, to the point where when I met Otis's friends at UTA for the first time. Yeah, they were asking Otis, like, where's your Mexican friend at? Because I was super dark. Yeah, I was like, like what? Who? <laughs> What's he? Oh, but I don't know, man. Like, you, when you work at a theme park and you get into the theme park for free and you can just, you know, dick around and none of the other lifeguards are going to say nothing. You're like, whatever, I'm going to do all this shit that we yell at the, the other patrons not to do. And since you're running basically – you're in charge of safety for some reason, even though you're a fucking punk ass kid. You're the one that's like, "Hey, I gotta make sure people don't drown or kill themselves on these rides." You get to, you actually get to yell at customers, which is really fun because I like taco hate people. Uh, customers are the worst, the worst excuses for people yep. in the world. So I absolutely despise people, customers, because they always think they, you know, 
that whole that old quote, the customer is always right. That's bullshit. The customer is not always right. The customer usually gets the manager to bend over backwards to fucking appease them. But when you're a lifeguard, if somebody's dicking around, you get to yell at them. I kicked, I kicked people out of that park because they were doing something I didn't like. I was like, nah, you got to go. I call my manager and just watch watch people get escorted out and they have they have to go find their family to go, you know, leave with them. I'm just like, <laughs> that made me feel really good. And then, yeah, like I said, I just got to be outside with no shirt on while I was looking good, uh, and all the girls were looking good too. It was just, it was a nice, it was a nice, nice, uh, nice little summer job there. And since it was just a summer job, once school started, I was like, yeah, I'm done with this, and I just went back to school. How could you tell? Like, couldn't you tell who <laughs> would need saving before they even went on a yeah, ride? Yeah, there was. Uh, people, a lot of people don't know how to swim, but they want to ride rides that have like real deep pools at the bottom to catch you uh i had one little small black child come up to me he was like hey we don't really know how to swim can we go down this ride i was like it's like 12 feet when you get to the bottom he was like well i don't know how to swim can you will you save me i was like yeah but you shouldn't do it and he was like uh-huh and he just ran up <laughs> and i saw him come down i saw him at the top i already blew the whistle i was waiting in the water basically for his little ass he's like, eh, eh. And, <laughs> and then the, the, the one of the things that always bothered me besides the number of people that piss and shit in pools is disgusting uh i mean peeing i understand because we were told at the job hey if you gotta go to the bathroom and you don't really have you just jump in the water and relieve yourself so we did that uh but the number of the number of turds i saw floating <laughs> is oh my god way too many one of them was the lazy river i just saw a turd floating and the lady was like there's a piece of shit and it was pointing at it i was like Okay, so I blew the whistle and it was like, hey, somebody needs to come do this. I just remember seeing that and then like five feet behind it, a little kid comes out of the lazy river like he was under the water. He comes out of it, spitting water out of his mouth like a little fountain. I was oh, just like, no. oh, I was trying so hard not to gag. <laughs> so I, I learned it was like, if you, if you want to get in the lazy river, you got to be like the first thing you do in the morning. When all the chemicals are fresh, oh, no. the water is clean, getting there. Take it where you want to go, and then don't ever get back in that bitch the rest of the day, because it's covered in it's pee, poop, sunscreen, dirt, and hot. Just stay. I'm sure. So, <laughs> how many whistles was it? How many whistles for a floater? Uh, I mean, it was just we had one whistle was I'm jumping in to save somebody. Two whistles in, like two whistles was like a technical problem. So if something was happening, you blow two whistles. And oh, that poop was part so of that. Much, I remember watching that in the wave pool. Just saw a turd just riding the waves. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I was sitting there yelling at people like, y'all want, y'all want to back up? We can't stop the waves. They're, they're on a timer. Like, there's, there's poop. Y'all may want to move. They're, oh my god! And they just like spread out. So that was fun. Disturbing shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So that was that was probably my my best job just because like I said it was a lot of fun working there. The people I worked with were, you know, just a bunch of punk ass kids. So we we just messed Steve, around, had a lot of had a lot of fun doing that. Steve, did any any of that shit get serious though? Like, uh, there some serious like. No, there was never any like. I mean, I had to jump in to save some people. Uh, the worst ones were always. Think about I know it's like Muslim women. Uh, was they because they had their full outfit on? Yeah. Like the the like the strict ones, they couldn't take off their. Yeah, you can't. yeah. I guess, it's not a burqa because they didn't have the head cover or the face cover, but they had their hair wrapped and like the long gown. They would just sink like a rock. Like you know, you fall down there with a full fucking cotton or wool sweater on, and it just oh, like weighs that. sixty yeah. pounds, and they're just like yeah, and then just and so you have to go save them. And it always pissed me off because their husbands be there and they're fucking like, they always wear like Speedos or tiny short shorts. Oh, no. And I'm just like, I just look at them like, I know it's, you know, I'm not supposed to judge other cultures, but I was like, that's like based on religion. And I will judge your religion because <laughs> fuck that. Like, that's fucked up. And so I never, I, I like, I always felt bad for them. And I always had to like save them because, yeah, once, when they go down there in a full gown, that shit just weigh them down. They sink. So. Great. That was the most serious it ever got, but we, you know, not hard. Nothing. Nobody ever had to get CPR that I was so fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Daniel, go ahead. Uh, let me go ahead and do my worst job. I'm not gonna do my first job because I was I was a file clerk. That was my first job. The worst job I ever had was fucking Starbucks. 
<laughs> I remember you were there. When I had the work, when I went to Cisco Junior College. Oh, another one. My girlfriend got me a job at the Starbucks, which was 10 miles away in Eastland, Texas, which at the time was a 24-hour Starbucks when I started working there. So as a college student, I got the graveyard shift, which was fantastic because I would go in, do my homework, and we'd maybe get a trucker every hour. You know, so I'd go in there, do my homework and all that. And it was cool. Like, I liked it. Like, that's when I liked that job because I, I, I fell asleep. I was eating shit fresh off the truck, making drinks all night that I was drinking. And I left that, but like right before the asshole morning people came in. And we would always exchange with the McDonald's that was right across the, right next to us. We would exchange drinks for food. They give yeah, us the chickens. They give us the chickens and burgers, and we give them all frappuccinos and shit. <laughs> it's great. But then they turned us into a normal hour store, and I kind of they gave me mostly weekends, mostly Sundays, and I got most of the church crowd. Which I they I don't know why they go to church because they immediately sin as soon as they wake up. They they're the nastiest <laughs> people on the face of the earth, and I absolutely hated them. <laughs> Uh, don't fuck up somebody's drink because they will almost stab you. Anyway, I transferred to Arlington and I started working on the one on Cooper and Barden Street. Um, and that's when I just found out people were worse. I mean, I just remember one time, and I hated my manager there, the the store manager. His name was Ricardo. Uh, he was just a piece of shit. You know, he was a slimy fucking dude who would he would schedule me on purpose during Cowboys season, like before the game would start. Like it would be a noon game. I'd have to go in at 11 and be out at five. Oh, that sucks. Or it'd be a, a Sunday night game and I'd close. Yeah. And like this dude was just a piece of shit. And then on top of that, the customers were just rude as hell. I mean, I, I remember one woman I had, I, she wanted extra high. And it just was not hot enough for this woman. Like, by the, the microwave, lady. Jeez. No, no, by the time I was done steaming her milk, I had to triple cup the fucking thing because it was burning my hands. And she, that's not hot enough. And I finally yelled at her. I said, look, lady, this shit has three cups. That's why you can't feel it. Now go. So she turned, <laughs> she came into the shop and yelled at me. And that's when I pulled the, the pop copy. I'm the manager. <laughs> Because I was so just tired of that woman. Like, ugh, I was over that shit. Yeah, man. Like I said, customers, just, just shitty people. And just people are just awful. And, like, when they, I guess, I don't know if anybody else works fast food, but, like, they want their shit immediately. They, as soon as they order it, they want it done. Like, the average drink. It's better drink be fresh, takes, though. Yeah, the average drink takes a minute. Yeah. You know, and I was like, you know, and at this point, I'm drinking. I'm partying every weekend, pretty much. Or partying every night. So, yeah, I'd show up hungover a couple of times at work, and I just didn't want to deal with people's shit. But, but Ricardo would always schedule me at the worst time. I remember one time we were doing the marching contest at uh, UTA, and he scheduled me to work. And I said, hey, dude, I got a performance. You said if it's school-related, we can call it off. So what he had me do, what he had me do was, we had to work the that Bands of America thing. After I worked that Bands of America thing, right before the performance, I went to work for an hour to wait for the next person to come in. So I'm standing there in my fucking, uh, like half my marching uniform on, making fucking drinks. Because this asshole didn't want to call somebody to come in. Nice. And he, he just, he didn't treat his customers right. He find out that guy was sleeping we became Eskimo brothers because we had sex with the same uh, shift supervisor oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, Jesus Christ what man she threw her Just, ass at okay me night. keep going uh, <laughs> yeah you know and then and then on top of that we had homeless people constantly stealing the tip jar from the drive-thru <laughs> in Arlington yeah like I remember one day we were cleaning up and closing and I just see this little hand reaching up over our little stand, like our little uh, stand we had outside on where the tip jar sat. I just see a little hand fucking creeping, reaching into the into the bowl, and I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" So I open the window and I go, "Hey!" That little crackhead just pops up and takes off running with the with the with the little cube we had for a tip jar. 
Should have thrown some bo- like, some steamed milk in his face. I was like, that dude just ran off with like forty five cents because we had already <laughs> emptied the tip jar. I was like, that dude just ran off with forty five cents. It was it was just a terrible job because you you wouldn't get breaks if you were understaffed, which we were constantly understaffed. Um, I was part time, so I didn't get any kind of benefits. Mm. And when I tried to get my uh, uh, tuition reimbursement or whatever. He, uh, the supervisor made it super impossible. The store manager made it almost impossible to do. Um, yeah, it's just a terrible job. And whenever people are like, "Oh, you're so lucky you work at Starbucks," no, I, I I don't recommend anybody ever work at a Starbucks. Feels like because shit it's just, because it's just awful. Yes, Otis. Uh, I'm gonna go next. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna go with my first job, which. It, it's got to have a little star next to it because I was the uh, Quiznos cup. You remember that, Steve? Yep. When I was out dancing in front of Quiznos. Goddamn mascot. Cup suit. God like, damn it. 100 wow. degrees out there and I'm sweating like a slave. Just dancing on the, just right by the curb. Just, yeah, getting it to no music. I didn't even think about that. Brought up Walkman or something. Uh, I guess that was a job, but I didn't do it a lot. But then my first job job, um, I was one of the, um, I was a valet, kind of. Uh, so when you, uh, when you go to auction for a car, like shitty cars, the people that are in the cars driving them, and like, eh, this is Ford Escort, and it's like, ah, 500, 200, oh, sold, and you drive off. I was that guy. I did that for a little bit, but I had to be up at like, it was for the summer, I had to be up at like fucking five in the morning to get there. And then we just shift cars around the ones that they were going to sell that day. And then we just get in line and then drive them. And then you park and you run, get to the next one, you drive that one in. And it was a very shitty job. And I was just like the one kid there. It was like grown men that had bad lives and they were doing that job. And it was just like me. Just like, I just want money <laughs> for games. <laughs> uh, but I was shitty. But I just remember that Quiznos Cup. That, that was a mess. I sweated all the time. I remember I went to a uh, thing at the high school. And because Quiznos was doing something like, hey, Otis, can you come to the high school and like dance? And I was like, yeah. And so I was there dancing, handing out coupons. And uh, was it Matt? Was it Matt Ramirez? Somebody walked up to me and they took a coupon and they looked at my shoes and it was my marching shoes, like the shoes I used for practice. And he's like, Otis? And I like did the nod and he just started pushing me. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I was like, help, help me. Because my arms are just like out. I'm like, I can't defend myself. <laughs> But yeah, no, that Cousin's Cup, that was a big bag of mess. But I, I'll never forget that. I never sweated so much doing something, except that time I was at Dinosaur for that concert. But Katie. Uh, my first job was when I was 16, and I was hired to run the daycare at my church. So I ran an entire daycare at the age of 16. What? Watching all the yeah. children. Uh, while their parents sat through worship service. Okay. So Not like all day. No, it was only like an hour or two. Depends on what worship service you're going to. Yeah, you're right. Twelve <laughs> 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 hours yeah. later, like we're done. Well, right. oh. it was like two hours, maybe three, depending on what was happening like oh, at the Lord. during the day. So <laughs> it wasn't so bad. Catholic so church, much. baby. Yeah, grew up Catholic. One hour. And that was even on Christmas. <laughs> still still too long but everybody in the back at a catholic church like yeah <laughs> time, to, time to leave okay, so the service wasn't necessarily two hours long but people would leave their kids with me for two hours because before and after the service parents want to chit chat and shoot the shit with all their other church friends for half hour 45 minutes where they don't have to worry about their kids just running around biting their ankles and shit so i was watching all the little babies while all those people just hang out, hung out with all their friends. Yeah, they got to spill the tea, Katie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all the tea. All the tea. Regina. Uh, does it matter which one I pick? No, you pick whichever. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, well, my first job was working for Jumpstart, which is like a Head Start type program. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I would say my best job was working for Stageworks or pretty much like working for myself because I work in theater. 
um, and like being able to be on a production and like do all that was always like the most fun because there was so much shenanigans and just like crazy stuff that would always happen and just like you know, it just was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I got paid to do it, you know? Look so. at her. She found her calling. <laughs> what a loser. Well, it's I not hate always you. like that, unfortunately. <laughs> but, like, sometimes you just get that, like, good team, you know, that, yeah. like, vibes well together and it just works out, you know? So, that I would say that that's probably been my best job so far, you know? Regina, so. I'm sorry. But but I hate you because you found a job. You found a job that pays you well and that you enjoy. Yeah. Damn. It's okay. It's okay. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Like you said, you found a calling. Like ooh, good for you. Right. Right. Ooh. Hope you stub your toe at work tomorrow. <laughs> Don't you put that on me. Actually, loves what they do. Greg, what you got? My worst job, well, I have about like five worst jobs, but (laughs) the worst job I would choose for this particular conversation is half price books. Oh, God. When was that? Um, When he was in debt. You you didn't know about the half price books? Yeah. Uh -uh. um, So if you recall, I graduated UNT 2012. And the, yeah. And the, Fall semester of 2012, graduated in May. The fall semester of 2012, I moved out to Miami because uh, I, I went to I went to uh, grad school for one semester at Florida International University. Oh, yeah. Got there, I was like, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> <laughs> so, upon returning, starting in January 2013, for a year and a half, I worked at the Half Price Books in Plano, Texas. Now. People assume With a degree. just because, you know, you know. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah. So I called it, I called this my, like, quarter-life crisis right there at that time. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I got my degree. I can, you know, just get a decent job. No, that shit don't work like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when all you did was take your classes but not didn't really get any experience doing anything else besides just going to class nope. during college. Yeah, you get out these days. It's not. It's not that simple just to get a fucking job, like I was assuming. So, I was stuck at a damn bookstore, which is funny because people come up to you all the time and they're like, "Oh, this place is just so lovely. I bet you love working here." No, it's <laughs> it might be books, but books. it's retail, just like any other type of retail job. Crazy ass people acting a fool. But thing is, is this is Plano, Texas, so they're not only crazy. They're entitled to crazy. Yeah. Like, yep, I work at Plano how you right gonna, now. I how you going to be living in Plano, Texas? How you going to be living in Plano, Texas and freaking out on me because this book is $3 on clearance, not $1 on clearance? Like, really? <laughs> you, like, you know you good for it, nigga. Why you in my face about this? What, <laughs> what's funny about that job is, like, I really enjoyed the staff I worked with. So... It gets you just complacent enough to where if you're not careful, you will you will keep your ass there. Even though it's the the bosses treat you shitty, you have like no freedoms. Like if you if you want, you barely you barely make enough money, but just enough to get you complacent. For instance, if you wanted, if usually if you were sick, you call in sick. That's it, right? Tell me why at a retail bookstore. If I want to call in sick, well, you're gonna need a doctor's note. I'm sorry, a, a doctor's note for a bookstore? Like, <laughs> who do you? <laughs> Where the fuck do you think we're working at? People in corporate don't have to give a fucking doctor's note, but I got to give a doctor's note in the bookstore. That's some high school Worst shit. Worst part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially since you ain't getting insurance. Yeah. Right. Or any type of decent pay to begin with. So, can, if I'm sick, can I just get my fucking sick day? Or if if it's if if it ever when it's used to snow still out here. If you ever had a snow day, they still expect you to come into work. Like, well, you either you either gonna work, or you're not gonna make this money. We gonna we gonna count, we gonna dock you for that. Like, okay. Like, how how is a bookstore so damn oppressive? <laughs> <laughs> a used bookstore too. Yes. And that gets me to the worst part of it is the fact that 
we bought people's books. Now, people need to realize just because it's valuable to them or it might have been valuable at the time of the purchase doesn't mean I need your fucking books and they're valuable at the time you try to sell them to me. Like, I don't need 1995 World Book Encyclopedias. Why? (laughs) It's called the internet. (laughs) I don't need your Harry Potter. Look at this wall of Harry Potter I have before you. I don't need your Harry Potter. I will see five of these Harry Potters tomorrow. In the next hour, I will see these fucking books. Get out my face. You are not the only, you are not the only 45 plus white male or female that reads James Patterson. I'm sorry. I'm going to see these books in about five minutes. This is going to the recycle bin. I got too many of these motherfuckers. So these people will freak the fuck out on you because you're honest with them and saying, well, look, I'm giving you $2 just because, you know, just for your, just for your trouble. But these books about to go in the recycle bin. I'm not doing any goddamn thing with these books. So I'm sorry you feel in some type of way about it, but that's just how it is. People right. get so emotionally attached to these books. Hey man, thinking they, they're they, worth the damn. The, the books change their life. They're trying to change some other young kid's life with Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Donate it. Jesus. Exactly. Exactly. Nah, like if why, you really would you, try, why would you, you donate? Really to, this is America, Jack. We need that money. <laughs> Get that guap, Greg. Well, you ain't getting it here. Use yeah, exactly. guap. Well, Get the guap we got here clings. They don't fold, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but even one time, in, in, when, when you wanted to sell books there, you had to be, you had to be 18. And you had to prove it with ID. Um, one entitled fucking bitch-ass Plano high school kid came in there, and he was clearly not 18, but he wanted to make a fuss about the fact that we wouldn't... He swore he was 18. Even, even if he was, he didn't look it. He had no ID. And my coworker's like, sorry, I just, I just can't help you. I'm like, I need to see ID. You don't have it. It's not going to happen. So he's just so offended that he can't sell his books... <laughs> that he decides he's gonna run out the store calling my ho- my my coworker a nigger. Oh my! Yeah. Wow. Well, welcome to Plano. That was that was my f- that was probably the first moment I decided I hated Collin County, but it would not be the last because you guys know I hate that county in general from all the <laughs> all the jobs I've worked there. Just, don't even get me started on teaching there. So, and it's 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 funny because. And like I said, like the, the people were great, except for the managers. The people were great, but it, it's it's a bad job because it gets you just complacent enough to where, and I know people to this day that, are, that have been there for about going on 10 fucking years, but really shouldn't be there because they can do so much more. I mean, if they're content with where they're at, more power to them, but it, you, you get stuck in a hole there. You get stuck in a rut. And that yeah. was my that was my quarter life crisis there, thinking like, man, I got to get the fuck out of here, which is when I decided I was going to go to Plan B and teach. <laughs> what you got your degree in was your Plan B. All right. Well, when I was in the process of getting my degree, it was my original plan, but once I found out that I was going to have to take another semester of courses when I was ready to graduate, I was like, I'll just go to grad school because I don't want to come back. I thought I was done. I'm just going to go to grad school and. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I thought I was going to do with a, with a, a master's degree in history, but <laughs> I went to grad school Dwarf and I was like, channel. The shit. You know, working, for, <laughs> working for Pawn Stars? Yes. <laughs> it's rude. Full of history. Shit. Okay, yeah, I, I, I got out to, yeah, I got out to Miami. I was like, I'm exhausted with this. I don't want to read no books right now. I'm just a little, I'm a little, I'm a little burnt out right now. <laughs> So, <laughs> okay, so that uh, we've all went around once. Uh, we'll just do quick hits. The second one, so pick whatever Dang. one. Got two more choices. Wake up! I'm up. <laughs> okay, Steve. Uh, my worst job was uh, Action Shred. Uh, was a recycle company. Yeah, uh, worked worked at a basically just taking the recycling bins out of a hospital. I worked there for a week. Um, I hated the guy I drove with. His, uh, was it Annabelle? Annabelle? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. He was lazy. I had like I didn't want to be walking around a fucking hospital 
picking up trash from other people and then putting it in a truck. It was hot. It was the summer. I, yeah, I was pissed off. I hated that job. And I worked there for a week and I got a call from the job, another job I had applied to. And they're like, Hey, can you come in Monday? I was like, yup. I called, I called my manager. I was like, Hey, I know I've only been here a week, uh, but I, I, I'm going to have to quit. They're like, Oh, giving you two weeks. Like, nah, 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 nah. Today's my last day. I got a new job on Monday. They're You're like, not oh, listening to me. I'm yeah, that's not, that's not really professional. I'm like, I understand that, but I, I, this was happening. I was like, I can maybe get my brother to work there. And then my brother took my spot for a little while before he quit that job too. So yeah, that was, the, that was the worst job. That job sucked. So, <laughs> yeah, that job, me and Taco, we rode for a while. It was fun. Yeah, see, I didn't get to ride with Otis. Otis worked there at the same time I did. We mean they wouldn't pair me and Otis together. Oh, so, no. I mean, they had to be really paired us together. Yeah, I, fu- oh, I fucking hated that job. They sure did put us together. That had been fun as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Anibal was really dumb. Uh, I figured out the, the path of that hospital after the first day. And he was like, hey, we're going to go. I was like, yeah, man, I'll get the first three floors. You want to get the top three floors? We'll be done in an hour. And then we can just, you know, slack off and get paid. He was like, oh, you already know. Yeah, I know because it's not a hard job, but I'm not stupid. But, yeah, fuck that job. Mm-hmm. Tago? Yeah, uh, worst job was Action Shred. That was, <laughs> that was the worst. Yeah. So when I came there, I had a – I had just gotten a DWI like a year Ooh. prior to that, so I didn't I didn't have a license. They weren't gonna put they weren't gonna let me drive no truck, so I got to work in the warehouse taking apart oh. electronics that they also took, and so I like taking apart computers and printers and like breaking it all down. And then once I was done with what I had, then I got to go sort paper and throw it into bins or whatever so they could shred it and it's like you need to separate the whites and put the colors over here and it's like oh god yeah i know but <laughs> in reference to paper but that air that that warehouse was not air con- it wasn't a, it was a un no climate control so it was just fucking hot ass warehouse it was cold in the winter i worked there for like nine months, yeah. but it was, it was just the worst. And then finally they let me get on the truck uh, and I would ride with Otis or I can't remember what the little, that little guy was. Um, I can't remember his name. I can't either. He was really nice. Hey, he was a good dude. But yeah, so I, I would ride as the assistant and just roll up in the hospitals and take stuff. But I, that wasn't an everyday thing for me because some days I'd still have to go back and sort paper and just wanted to shoot myself. <laughs> and But it was because of that that I was like, nah, I'm not doing this. I'm going to go join the Navy. And so I just pieced out of there. Oh, yeah. And that didn't work out, so I just went back to school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that for a minute. Yeah. thought that was going to happen, and they said, you know what? You're too old and you have a – DWI on your record. You know what? We're not gonna, we're not gonna bother with it. Cause I was we had a going away party and everything. Yeah, I know it was <laughs> that great. Is, that's when my hatch match. Dude, I was on my died. way. I was on my way to, to Meps to to have everything finalized, and they fucking told like uh, me and like three other guys were in the car, and he dropped them like the recruiter dropped them off and took me back because we got a call about halfway there. Like God dang it! Fine. I think it, I think it worked out for the for you. Oh, it did. It definitely better. did. But at the time, I was desperate. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was Action Tread was the worst job, and the guys who owned it were the worst. Two of the worst people ever. They were yeah. garbage. They were garbage <laughs> people. Yeah. And they just they were just looking to exploit cheap labor. Those guys mm-hmm. fucking suck. Yep. Uh, Deep Al. Uh. I wouldn't necessarily call it my best job because my best job is DJing right now. Yeah. But the funnest job I had was when I got my Texas non-commission security license, which means I could have—I was a freelance security guard to do it, uh, non non-armed security guard. Yeah. Which you know you see the little guys in yellow shirts and all that on the sidelines of football games. That was me. I was that guy. Uh, the two companies I worked for, 
one of them worked the TCU football game. And that was the company I worked for the longest, where I became a supervisor eventually. And my first year as a supervisor, I drove a little buggy around parking lot. <laughs> and that was awesome because I got to eat tailgate barbecue and got to shoot the shit with some cool people. Um, and I also met a lot of people there. Like, I met Gary Patterson. TCU LaDainian Tomlinson. Yeah, TCU head coach Gary Patterson. I met him. Uh, LaDainian Tomlinson. I met him. Uh, Jim Ross. Yeah. When, t- when TCU played uh, Oklahoma. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I ran down I ran down the stairs. I said, Jim, they are. They are. <laughs> he at me. Um, and then the other company I worked for during Super Bowl week when it was in the Metroplex, I worked at the Bud Light Hotel, which was the Aloft Hotel in Dallas. And I saw plenty of acts. I, I saw acts and I got to meet people. Wasn't that when you grabbed uh, Toby Keith's ass? Or was it Toby Keith? No, no, no. That was, uh, that was during March Madness when I touched uh, Tim McGraw's ass. Helping him up on stage. <laughs> yeah, when he almost slid off the barricade and I grabbed his ass. You gay as hell. <laughs> no, he turned back and thanked me. Uh, but no, that, that Bud Light Hotel was awesome because it was just a fucking party. And the, the guys that owned that security detail didn't give a shit what we did. Like, I, I was getting 1200 bucks regardless. Um, nice. As long as we didn't let paparazzi in or any unauthorized news outlets. Which uh, one night I had a guy from TMZ offer me three grand to get into the Playboy party because that hotel hosted the Playboy party. Yeah, and that that party was legit. Uh, girls like security guards; they get play. I don't know why, I don't know how, but that night was fantastic. I couldn't talk about it to my girl because I had a girl at the time. So as soon as I got home and in bed, she, she asked me how it was. I said, it was good. Went right to sleep. How do you smell like a stripper? <laughs> oh, I told her. I said, well, this was the night that, yeah. Why is um, there so much glitter on you? <laughs> <laughs> I had a chance to smoke with Snoop because I was outside his green room. Uh, green room. Yeah, literally his <laughs> green room. Uh, and we had the, because his green room, because his room was separate from the tent, because the tent was where they held the concert, and we had to walk with him and his crew from the hotel to the to the tent. And he came out. And he's like, "Hey, y'all want to smoke?" We're like, "We can't." I mean, we appreciate it, but we're smoking. Working. So, yeah, we're we're working. Yeah, not smoking. We're working. So he said, "That's okay, whatever." But he got like a bunch of chicks to flash us, like. He hey, holy! Totally. Totally Joseph got your titties. No, no, I, I seriously remember. He, he, he was like in between songs. He goes, "Hey, I just want y'all to show love for security, so let's give them a milk break." And wow, titties out, Good titties boy. out. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that was probably the, that was probably the funnest smoke. job I ever had was working that that week. Yeah. Uh, who's next? Uh, Greg, I guess. My best job has been being a tennis coach, despite the fact that I, it came with having to be a bus driver, which bus I driver never Greg. thought I'd do. Bus driver Greg. Bus driver Greg, <laughs> which <laughs> can't, the bus driving can be nerve wracking, but I, it's, it's, it's also kind of fun at the same time. I don't know. Maybe it's the, maybe it's the short guy complex thing, but it's, it, it's, it has, it's kind of fun. No, but, I don't know. When it comes to coaching tennis, it's just I've never felt a <laughs> a joy like that. And when it comes to my professional life, <laughs> that sounds kind of sad to say. Um, not even teaching, coaching tennis. Like at this, I, I I did it for two years. I went to a new school, so I was no longer a coach. Uh, this past year, I was back at the same score where I used to coach, but so was not coaching. But I will be starting back again in the coming season. Yeah. And if I ever again have to go to a school where I'm just a teacher and no longer a tennis coach, that'll be the day I quit teaching because <laughs> makes it worth it. I find I just I can't. Huh? It is like coaching makes it makes the Say teaching what? part worth it. Absolutely. 
and I learned in the two years that I've taken off from coaching that it's just I can't go back. It's just not the same. Not only does it get me out of school fairly often because I schedule a very full full tournament schedule. <laughs> it's just I won't <laughs> I won't necessarily necessarily say that I was like this is what I was meant to do because I finessed my way into this job and I wasn't that experienced in it. <laughs> but I find I find myself at, at my it, 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 it's the only time I felt true bliss professionally in anything that I've ever done. And it's not like a, a delirious bliss. Like, you know what? This isn't so bad. Like, yeah, this is, I'm, I'm enjoying this. No, I'm not really enjoying this. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a legitimate happiness when I'm coaching and it's not even, I'm not out there coaching any like big school superstars major prodigies or anything like that yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not coaching it's 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 very anticlimactic tennis it's it's the most boring tennis you'll ever watch the next <laughs> arthur ash um oh i ain't got no black folks on that team what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hispanics though all the hispanics in that in that area want to play tennis because i guess they don't it's the closest thing they have to some sort of like true international sport for them i don't know they love but, the tall. um they do love Nadal. <laughs> they do. They do love Nadal. Um, Greg. Yeah, man. It's just. I, I don't. I don't think you would have gotten as big a joy of uh, at a big school because half those kids are privately lessened, and they they don't go with the teaching of you. They'll more or less be like, "Oh, my tennis instructor said uh, I can't." My tennis instructor said. Like if you were up yeah. in Plano, those kids all have private, oh, private sure. lesson teachers. The guy, my mom's fucking and telling even, me to hit it this way. <laughs> and I wouldn't have even got a job up there because they, like, you had to have, you had to have coached college or some shit or be or played. You had to have major college. credentials to at least get yeah. a look. And hell, I, I quit in the middle of high school, but I'm at I'm at a I'm in a two way district where no one values tennis the way I do. So I fin- I finesse my way into getting that job and it and it turns out I was like hey you know what I'm pretty good at this and I've won I've my teams have won quite a few medals and quite a few tournaments and nice. I had one kid yeah, that was yeah, one set away from getting to the state tournament there you, you know go, man I'm, prou- yeah, I'm proud of what I've built there nice yeah who else hasn't gone that's the three the three of y'all Katie uh, my best job is my current job. Um, I watch kids for a living, and though and, me. and Otis and <laughs> and though some days the kids uh, drive me crazy and make me want to hurt them. Uh, a lot of times, a lot of days they're they're really awesome and really sweet, and yeah, little kids are fucking cool. They're little pot lickers. I don't like them. <laughs> uh, so if I had to pick a worse job, I don't know if I've ever had a worse job, but um, it wasn't always fun working for Apple. <laughs> oh, Because yeah. customer service and dealing with crazy entitled adult babies. <laughs> yeah, it was never fun. And like, um, like I really enjoyed the people that I worked with, like my coworkers and everything. Um, but for the most part, like, I never really liked going to work to actually sell things. Because, um, like I said, sometimes people just totally suck, you know, like, mm-hmm. you would get those customers that would come in with like broken devices or this or that and like, you know, try to pull one over on you or argue, you know, about how it's the company's fault or the company guidelines or whatever, you know, don't necessarily specify what should be covered. So I don't have to pay for this or, mm-hmm. you know, like stuff like that. And it's just like, ugh like dealing with that every day for a cool three years was not the biz. <laughs> so it sounds like everyone's worst job is dealing with customers. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> when you got to talk to people, man, it just sucks. When you're, when you're on, yeah. When you're behind the counter, man, all customers think they think they're better oh, you're, than you. you yeah. And, you're, you're and, garbage essentially when you're, and, and they, they all, they all live by that. The customer is always right. I'm like, that's not true. Right. Yeah, that's why I like dealing with dogs, man. All I have to do is yell at them, and they stop. And it's fun. <laughs> that's it. Just threaten their lives, and they get quiet. 
But uh, I've actually been lucky. I've had a ton of jobs that I enjoyed. Um, one of them that helped me actually visit her. But I'm going to pick another one. Uh, I was a DJ for a little bit at a restaurant called Cyclone Anaya's in the, uh, uh, yeah. the, the gay district in Dallas. It was amazing. Some of the best tips and funniest people. And uh, you just get messed up playing music. And it was really fun. It's, it, it, it's, a, it's a sweet science to like mixing songs together and like slowing down one to get it just right. Because I hear people DJing now and it's just like, a song and it's like they, they just slap songs together yeah they just mm-hmm. plop another one and it's like that's not even the same speed or anything it's not even the same feel but uh i remember one time uh this guy he was having a birthday there and they were getting drunk and uh i was wrapping up and he was like how much would it be for you to stay for like another hour uh because me and my friends we, we want to do something cool real quick and i was like uh, i don't know they're like well here's like 300 bucks can you stay i was like yes yes sir i can and then they had a <laughs> They had a runway off, and it was the coolest thing I've seen. <laughs> All these, these sassy dudes just going for it. And then uh, it was this cool dance mix of 9 to 5. I'll never forget that. was a good-ass fucking version of it. But uh, it was so cool seeing all these dudes spin and stuff. They're like, you should go up. I'm like, nah, yeah, I'm not sassy enough to be doing all this shit. Y'all doing. I, <laughs> I don't, I'm not ready for that. But it was really, really fun. And DJing was fun. We did Relay for Life, me and Billy. Uh, that was horrible because it rained and we were just like had a tarp over all the dj stuff and every like you know three songs are like uh guys uh let's have some fun out there and you know let's do this yeah keep on walking and it was like you didn't like the mcm part doing laps it was a mess man it was raining if it didn't rain that whole day we were out there it'd have been all right but it was just just under a tarp just uh, unhappy but it was fun uh me stuffing all this music stuff into my little shitty hatchback before I had to poke the engine to get it going uh, and just driving places and just DJing. It was really fucking fun. Those are fun times. But uh, yeah, that was one of my like favorite jobs. Like stuff with music is really fun. Cause uh, it always, it always seemed to be easy to think of a song for a situation. A lot of times I like correlate music and things like, uh, I think I talked to you, Greg, but uh, channel one sweet, one of my favorite jazz songs. Uh, I have this whole, scene in my head i need to talk to somebody and actually make a little short movie about it but i do that with a lot of music i always think of a scene that goes with it uh but no that was really same cool. so uh but yeah um if you want to tweet us about your shitty job or your best job but it seems like everybody has a shitty one easy you can tweet us at alan Pod. we have an email it is alan presents at gmail.com we're on facebook at wingman to the bar hey all right uh, so, like always, guys, thank you so much for listening. This is really fun. We love talking about stuff. And we'll be back very soon with another episode. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Bye. bye.